Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Police in Muncie, Indiana, were chasing this suspect early Sunday because, well, he was wanted in, uh, for questioning and a shooting the night before. An officer from the Muncie PD spotted the vehicle that an alert had been previously issued for and started to give chase. And as you might expect, 21-year-old Raymond Crosby refused to stop with speeds soon reaching 85 miles an hour. No one can handle that kind of speed on city streets for very long, and officers say soon Crosby had crashed his car into a tree. And then, again, as you might expect, he climbed out of the crashed car and attempted to flee on foot. But apparently, at some point, he thought it better to hide from police. And to do that, Crosby reportedly chose to climb a tree. <laughs> because you have so many escape options in a tree. <laughs> he voluntarily climbed down after police gathered at the base of the tree and gave him a few minutes to catch his breath. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just like an embarrassment, Cliff? You're <laughs> stuck up the tree and everybody's just, all right, come down. Yeah, uh-huh. I did that one time as a kid. <laughs> Got stuck in a tree? Well, they didn't get stuck. Me and a friend, oh. we had done something we shouldn't have done. And yeah, the other youngster's mom chased us up a tree, and we refused to come down out of the tree. And she <laughs> called us all kinds of names up there, Cliff. But we were not yep. coming down from that tree. Yep. Even my friend's mom tried to coax us down, and we're like, we're not coming down just to take a beating. <laughs> Cheese stuck to the lid of the box. That's what 2020 feels like to me. And it's also what happens when the pizza delivery yep. guy comes to the front door carrying yep. your pizza under his arm like a high school history book. And that's what <laughs> no. happened yesterday, yes. That's bad. That's, that's Yeah, that's the wrong way to handle a pizza. I thought maybe, perhaps, it had stuck yeah. to the pizza, but oh no, it's all over the lid. Yeah. It's hard to tip on that, Cliff. It's it's really hard. I, I, to, I mean, I, I totally understand that. That's that's the. I'm sure if he received some form of training before being turned loose to do the job, that was not part of the training. I would but say they, not. They might, I, have, they might have said, "Never do this." <laughs> I went ahead and tipped, though. That's just oh, a kind did, of huh? well, you know, everybody's trying to make a living. Cautionary note this morning, Cliff. Yes. When you're sending text messages into us, and we love to hear from them. <laughs> And yes. run, we love to hear from you. Yeah. Please don't make the mistake of sending us your text message thinking that it's your wife. <laughs> we. Walter. We don't want to hear all of that. <laughs> I'm a touch bit embarrassed this morning, Cliff. I don't know about you if you've seen it. Yeah, I am actually. I was like, did he actually mean to send that to weed? And do you two new need a moment alone? Or well, um, what's going on this I morning? I believe that was a wife text that uh, <laughs> okay. he got the wrong number. Fingers crossed. That's a wife text that Walter sent in this morning, Cliff. <laughs> what is that text number anyway? I never can remember the thing. Really? You can't. Re you can it's 812-682-0520. If you don't have that, listeners, if you don't have that saved as contact in your phone, do so now. Mark it as Weed and Cliff because you can reach us anytime. Now, during the show, 6 to 10, we monitor that and we answer. 
other times people, you know, text us and we're we're not watching it then. But yes, it doesn't come to our phones or anything, so that's why no. after ten o'clock we generally don't see it. But you yeah. can just party hardy on it. <laughs> but not as not as hardy as Walter. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We this exciting news from the world of science may help in the fight against greenhouse gas emissions, which, as most know, are responsible in large part for the climate change now affecting the Earth. Livestock farms are believed to produce about as much greenhouse gas in the U.S. as do all of the cars on all of our roadways, mostly because while the auto industry has invested billions in technology to make engines run cleaner, cows still fart just as much as they always have. Researchers the National Institute of Standards and Technology and the University of Colorado at Boulder, now exploring those changes in animal diet and how pasture soil and something called manure management could reduce the amount of methane and nitrous oxide that livestock permit. The problem is, the amount of cow fart gas in normal air remains in the parts per billion unless the cattle are concentrated on a feedlot. Difficult to measure, although the overall effect gas has on the atmosphere can be seen, well, from space, from satellites. That's led scientists to look for the gas molecules at cow butt level with a laser. So far, they've definitely noticed a correlation between mealtime and fart time, which is, by the way, about two hours. And they're now looking into what changes happen when the cow's diet is varied. I would hate to go to college and get a degree in manure management, Cliff. <laughs> Someone say you already have that. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're sitting in high school. What am I going to do the rest of my life? <laughs> I'm going to go to college, get a degree in manure management, <laughs> and come back and shovel crap all day long. <laughs> this sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you ever go to summer camp, Cliff? Um, just like Boy Scout camp, but not like, you know, a way to camp. It was always Boy Scout camp. I never did get the chance to do that. I always wanted to do that. I thought that would yeah. be kind of fun, you know, to spend, a, you know, yeah. well, I think probably a week, I guess, is what most of them are. Okay. And with the coronavirus going around, of course, now there's all kinds of companies that are pitching their uh, latest way to make a little bit of money yeah. by, uh, well, offering virus testing services to all the summer camps here in the <laughs> United States. So, you know... Members of the staff and the youngsters that show up, they can all make sure that nobody, you know, has the uh, virus. Yeah. I can just see it now, Cliff. Mm. The kids wander into the camp, and there's the camp leader guy there, and he welcomes everyone to Camp Swab Your Nosa. And <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a great time here this week. We'll be swabbing your nosa yeah. about every other day here at the camp. I know a lot of people like to name their cars, Cliff. Do you have a name for your car or cars? I, I do not have a name for my car. Um, have you ever named a car that you've owned? Well, I think I had, like, the first car that I drove way, way, way back was a uh, a green 1965 Oldsmobile F85. And it was known as Tank because, literally, it was a tank. Uh, but since then, not really so much. Probably got the fuel mileage of a tank. Uh, the gas gauge was broken, so it really couldn't, couldn't tell. tell. Well, that's the best way to not even worry about it. Well, Cliff, the uh, name yeah. that I can uh, actually say on the radio that I call my car, because yeah. I've got a lot of names for it that I can't really, you know, say here. <laughs> I call it the Green Machine. Okay. But today, I've changed that to Wedgwood. 
Wedgwood. Wedgwood is the name of my car right now. Why Why would you call it Wedgwood? You remember my problem yesterday with the um, window that fell down and wouldn't come up? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the passenger front window um, went down and you couldn't get it to go back up. And so I put a trash bag. Yep. Taped it all up, and I taped yep. it up so good that when I tried to open the door yesterday, yeah, I had to untape everything because the door wouldn't open. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, there are people in the yeah. area, Cliff, yeah. that think driving like that is dangerous. Okay. You know, that you can't see out that window. And so I took it in, and Jack put a bunch of wood wedges once he got the window up, <laughs> and holding my door up, is a bunch yeah. of wedges of wood stuck on the inside <laughs> of the car. And then he puts a giant block of wood inside the door as okay. a precautionary measure to make sure the wood wedges don't fall out. And he even took a screw and screwed it into the side of the door. And wow. yesterday, yes, and yesterday, wow. about 10 minutes after this repair, and I yeah. thank him for doing it because with the rain today, I was going to have a mess. Yes, you were. But 10 minutes afterwards, I'm driving in the Walmart parking lot, and yeah. I turn the corner, and the large piece of wood that was wedged and screwed in there falls inside the door and makes the loudest noise. I thought I got hit by a car, and I actually screamed out loud. <laughs> no. Yes, I was screaming out loud in my car. People were looking at me like, what is wrong with him? But thankfully, Cliff, Wedgwood yeah. is back on the road this morning. <laughs> All of our phone lines are busy, please continue <laughs> holding and know that you're a valued customer of the blah, blah, blah company. When I hear that, Cliff, yeah. I don't feel like a valued customer of the blah, blah, blah company <laughs> ever. It's aggravating, and then you yeah. continually hear that on repeat, how valuable you are, and you're 15 minutes into your <laughs> wait right. on the phone. <laughs> Clearly, the value of my stock has gone down in the past 15 minutes. Yes, there's others more valuable because <laughs> you're talking to them and you're not talking to me. Has that ever happened to you? Well, you know, I kind of see both sides of that coin because, you know, in a previous life, I did telephone tech support for a major computer manufacturer um, in Texas. And so, you know, I know, I know how the process works. And I know that as soon as I solve one person's problem, there's going to be another person come along with another problem, and I'm going to handle that, and I'm going to handle the next one, and I'm going to handle the next one, and then I'm going to handle the next one. And why don't you people just go away and leave me alone? <laughs> so you're saying I really am a valued customer of the blah, 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 blah company. Well, the value to me when I was doing tech support the value that I placed on that particular customer was based on how nice you were to me. It's always that way, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty well true, yeah. And anything in life, the nicer you are, the better <laughs> yes. things you get. Yes. We'd apparently, a week ago Monday, like many other countries, it was a national holiday in the country of England, and these nine friends all decided to head to the beach for a day of barbecue and beer, which is not unlike what dudes would do here in the colonies. Now, the coastline along the southern part of the U.K. near Plymouth is both rocky and beautiful and dangerous. But the nine friends, who also all work together, managed to navigate their way down the cliffs to the beach below. And there they spent the day relaxing, eating and drinking, and generally having a good time. And we might also mention 
drinking. There was drinking. And because of that, perhaps, you might expect, there was just one problem. While the dudes were having their fun, the tide came in, stranding all of them eventually on a now perilous perch of rocks in Whitson Bay, known for its dangerous rip currents at high tide. They had no choice but to call for rescue. A rather embarrassing moment for all nine sailors in the Royal Navy. <laughs> if only there was some table of times for high and low tides on board their ship, they could have consulted before taking leave for the day. It almost sounds like they were drinking, Cliff, while they were out there. <laughs> you know, I believe they were drinking. I think they were, too. <laughs> Your story, Cliff, about the um, English sailors that yeah. were uh, stuck by cause of the high tide mm -hmm. got me to thinking about this story this morning I read where the Chinese army, remember those murder hornets that... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, everybody was talking oh, yeah. about they've invaded the United States. Yeah, and, and there was like two. Yes, yes. <laughs> they found two. They found two. <laughs> I think it was in Washington State, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in China, they're a little bit worse than that. And so they've decided the idea here, and this is what's got me a little apprehensive. They're going to use their Chinese army to attack yeah. the murder hornets with flamethrowers. Now, you see, Cliff. Yeah. When you get a guy with a flamethrower, bad things will happen because we'll shoot at anything just because we like to see the flames come out of the gun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you really need ladies in charge of the flamethrowers because they'll be far more cautious than some dude sitting there going, hey, watch this burn over there. Is that not true? Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. So, uh, because that's one of those things where it's very easy to um, go overboard, shall we say. And the male species is known for in this particular kind of thing, going way overboard. <laughs> oh, yes. If a little fire's good for a hornet. Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is, yes. when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars. <laughs> and the question is, from text yes. messaging, Cliff, Okay. when do you anticipate Cliff leaving the sweatpants lounge and returning to the Country 98.1 studios? <laughs> I'm having a little bit of trouble finding a calculator, Cliff, that can do the Jupiter aligning with Mars part. <laughs> so I'm not sure what I mean, the answer there is. At, at this point, you know, the perhaps the best way to answer that question is, why? Why would he? <laughs> <laughs> that must be the Jupiter aligning with Mars part. Is that what you're exactly. saying? <laughs> Yes, there you go. That never happens. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. And now I understand that song a little bit better. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Let me catch my breath here just a second, Cliff. That's Kenny Chesney. <laughs> What's the problem? On the morning road show. What, what, why, do you need, why are you out of breath? Well, I've been running back and forth from inside our studio out to my yeah. car window. and oh, Your car window? Yes. Sure. You know, I've got it wedged up with wood. And my, my wood is That's giving right. way out there. and your, your wood is holding up your car window this morning. Not very well right now. It's starting to slip oh, down. I have wood yes. slippage or something out there because you've got, you've got, I have to you've run. Got wood slippage. I have to run out there and every 10 or 12 minutes and lift the window back up because I'm afraid right. when it starts pouring down rain, yeah. it'll be down and my car will get soaked inside. And not that it's you know yeah. going to hurt anything that bad, but I don't want my car to, you know be wet like that with the no i totally understand that um because and I, there may be some people who don't know that yesterday you said that you put your car window down 
on the passenger side in the front and it broke it was stuck down yes <laughs> so you got uh uh you got somebody to prop it back up and there's like wood stuck in your door holding up the glass three pieces of wood three pieces of wood but clearly they're they're not working as designed i need another piece of wood to stick in there i think you need to get more wood i think on the outside i need to put this next (laughs) one that's gonna be awesome (laughs) i know (laughs) oh my goodness i came back in the door at country 98 one just as kenny chesney was finishing his song well no wonder you were out of breath well it's not 20 foot but as you well know Anytime you start to talk and you have any kind of exercise, since we exercise little to none here. Little to none. Anytime you exert yourself, you, you can't talk. Yes, and right it's, now, I feel I like an oxygen trip. mask should come down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. And this quarterback is in the Hall of Fame, although he has a losing record in his NFL career. Okay. He won 62 games as a quarterback and lost 63. He threw for 173 touchdowns, but also 220 interceptions on top of that. Okay. Cliff, do you have any idea who this Hall of Fame quarterback could possibly be? I'm going to go with that guy named Blanda. George Blanda. There's a name yes. from the past. Yeah. Well, that's a good guess. Okay. But That's not it. think a little bit farther to the east, like way east geographically. <laughs> way east? Like in the New York area. Like Joe Namath? Exactly. <laughs> it's Joe Namath. It's Joe Namath, who's basically in the Hall of Fame thanks to Game 3 that he won in the Super Bowl. I had no idea his record was that, or that his passes and, and his touchdowns and his interceptions are that bad. But he's in the Hall of Fame. And if, wow. I, if I remember right, Cliff, yeah. didn't he also, back in the early 70s, didn't he, like, model for pantyhose or something like that and yes. got paid big bucks to do all of that? <laughs> oh, yeah, he did that. He did that, definitely. Do not Google that, by the way. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> okay, go ahead and Google. Okay, well, I won't. But all of that, you can take straight to the bank. I am enjoying your enthusiasm this morning, Cliff, but I don't think we're going to go that route. What route are you referring to? You know, the little message you sent me about... Uh, oh, oh, about how to fix your window problem. Yes, I I see those guys in my dreams the way it is right now. I don't need to go back to that part of my life in school. Yes, because you've got this window that won't stay rolled up, and yesterday you had someone put a wood wedge in there to hold it up, and it's slipping, and then someone said... That you maybe you should get one of those uh, rubber door wedges. That might work. That's a good my, idea. My thought would be, you know, you know from your childhood, several guys who are pretty good with wedgies. <laughs> I mean, you know them quite well. <laughs> they could probably help you. Not well enough that I would call them ever again in my life. <laughs> we'll be safe and make good choices. Me and Wedgewood, we're headed home. Cliff, anything <laughs> said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. We're not coming down just to take a beating. Number two, a degree in manure management. It's not. It's always going to be number two. Sorry. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, pretty good with wedgies. 
<laughs> you do that on purpose, don't you? You always have a number two story every morning, don't you? <laughs> just just so I have a phrase for number two. I think so. You got it, that one. It almost seems that way now, doesn't it? But it, I couldn't be blamed for that. <laughs> no, no, you couldn't. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.